Hey everyone, so I have decided to record this podcast, um, and originally I wasn't sure what I was going to actually focus on, and as I started thinking about it, I realized that there is a deep need to kind of show you all the difference between self-value and business value, and I actually did this talk, I spoke this kind of script for a regional sales call, and I just feel like this information is desperately needed, especially as the new year starts, as rankings come out, as numbers are solidified. <laughs> so here is what I'm going to be talking about today, is I'm really going to be talking about the difference between self-value and business value, and why it's important to separate them out. And truly, this is like the most important skill you can learn as a human being, okay? Not just a sales rep, but as a human being. So self-value is when you believe you're valuable and worthy, regardless of what mistakes or errors you make in your territory, where you are in your rankings, or what percent of goal you're at. So self-value is believing you're inherently valuable just because you were placed on this earth. Everyone always says things like, it's, there's a one in a million chance, or it's highly unlikely that's going to that's gonna happen for me. And I always say, well, you've already proven you can be that one, because one sperm and one egg created you, <laughs> and there was like one in a large number of other people that could have been created, but you won out. So your odds are great. But really, self-value is truly believing you are valuable and important to this world inherently. And what I mean by that is no amount of actions you take or don't take changes that value. It is consistent and it is constant. Now, what I'm not talking about is the front of self-value that shows up as arrogance or self-righteousness. Okay, so those emotions show up in overcompensating actions and only comes from a place of lack or insufficiency or lack of really belief in yourself. Okay, so a simple test on your self-belief is to notice how you respond when someone disagrees with you, thinks you're wrong, or maybe even critiques you. Okay, people that truly have self-value are not afraid of people disagreeing or perceiving them as being wrong because their value as a human is not impacted or not attached to that. So an example is when I talk about being the best movie, being like the blindsider Iron Man, and you disagree and think the best movie is, I don't know, like Spider-Man. <laughs> and I don't have any emotional response to that, right? Because you disagreeing with my movie choice does not correlate with being with something being wrong with me as a human. Okay, so when you truly believe in your worth and the value you bring to this world simply by existing, you show up calm, confident, and as exactly as who you are, vulnerabilities and all. So sure, you may still be afraid of judgment, but that fear does not control your actions or reactions. And you lean into fear instead of overcompensating, which leads to arrogant and self-righteous behaviors or really like other forms of hiding. So I'll give you an example. This actually happened to me last week or a couple weeks ago. One of my Sams told me that she believes I offended an orthopedic surgery center by offering to help them find a patient to use Provena on because the case got canceled and they wanted to return the Provena for free. And obviously there's a 15% restocking fee and they just were not happy Like when I let them know that. And they ended up filing a complaint on customer first and it was sent to my boss and he handled it. But I was working with my Sam on it, and she was just very honest about why she thought they actually filed the complaint. 
and that she believed that what I had said truly offended them. Now, here's the thing. I could have easily made that comment mean I'm not a good rep, that I don't know what I'm doing, that I'm embarrassed or ashamed I did that. I could also go on the flip side and get angry and think they're ridiculous and have an ego and they're nuts and (laughs) clearly don't know the benefits of Provena and they're acting like a child who's not getting their way. And clearly all of those thoughts came to my brain quickly. They were offered to me immediately so that I could kind of hide behind that fear of insecurity. But because I truly know that all I was doing when I made that comment was trying to help them, and it came from a deep place of wanting to serve them as much as I could because I am a good rep and a good human, and because I believe that constantly I was able to take a step back, look at my actions, and think about, okay, what worked in that scenario, what didn't work, and what could I do differently next time? And I came with a clear and clean mind that has helped me see areas of growth that will lead me to improving my sales with Pravina and overcoming objections. So this is what I mean when I say my self-value is constant. It is never changing no matter what mistakes I make, no matter how a customer responds or what someone else points out to me about me that could be true. Now it's funny because I was thinking about surgeons and I was just thinking like, ugh, it'd be so much easier if they just showed their human side and if they questioned themselves. And here's what makes me laugh is would I want a surgeon working on me that wasn't (laughs) self-assured? Like I had a crash C-section with my son and I was, as I was being wheeled back into the ER because they couldn't find his heartbeat, I was losing my freaking mind. My surgeon looked me right in the face and said, he will be fine. You will be fine. I'm going to take care of you. I know you are scared, but you are safe. And then I was put under. (laughs) If my surgeon had been losing her mind and showing uncertainty and questioning herself, I would have been terrified, okay? I don't want uncertainty in a surgeon. I don't want them to build belief in questioning themselves. I want them to believe wholeheartedly that they could not have any products available and still be able to take care of me. Now, obviously, I believe surgeons could evaluate processes and procedures, but that's an entirely different topic, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole today. But just being aware that you don't want other people to change their behavior behaviors to make you feel valuable or important. Because first, that gives your power to someone outside of you. And second, because it will always fluctuate because some people just won't prefer you. And that's okay. Like, we're human. Okay, so your self-value must come from within and it comes from practicing believing that you are important and valuable just because you are here on this earth. Okay, this practice must come first and the reason why is how to improve is understood through doing and you can never understand the how if your thoughts don't align with it. So I'm going to say that again. How to improve is understood through doing. And you can never understand how if your thoughts don't align with it. So if you're not aligned with who you are and what value you bring to the world just by being you and showing up as you, you will always think that the how that is taught to you is not good enough. That you need more information or more knowledge to be successful. So if what I explain to you next does not seem like enough information, then you know you need to start practicing self-value, okay? So now I'm going to explain business value. 
Business value is the value you create in your territory. This comes from the actions you take that create tangible value. So when you think of it that way, when you see your percent to goal, you're then able to use that as a tool to evaluate whether those actions created the results or value you wanted or not. People tend to use this metric as a way to decide if they're a good rep or not. But when you believe you're a good rep no matter what, the numbers are just that. It's just a number. It's just a tool. There is no attachment emotionally to it, which then allows you to evaluate and show where your growth potential is and where you can focus your time. So it allows you to go to a clean and clear space. And when you're clean and clear, you get right to work on the next steps. So an example of this is one of my reps I was coaching. We were talking about the best month she had in 2022. And she said it was in February and she grew by 15 orders that month over her goal. So I think around 20 orders would have been like five orders for her goal. And then she added on an additional 15. And I asked her, what did you do? And she said, well, it was back in February and I, she can't remember. She knows she did in-servicing for a couple home house on Dermatac, and but she doesn't think she got that many orders from them. And she said it was just a good month. Guys, no, it was not just a good month. She created that result. She did something to create that regardless of if she slowed down to evaluate what she did or not. So I told her, okay, my goal for you for December is to get 20 additional orders above your goal. She immediately said to me, you've never done this role before. 3% is the standard of growth for a reason. And that's why I have the growth goal of five because it's possible. And also because I can do it consistently. And I said, okay, so, so what? You can see how I am as a coach, but that's what I said. Like, so what? <laughs> Here's what I offered her and what I want to offer you. If she had believed in February, that statement of consistently hitting five orders is her goal because it's something she can do consistently and she would not be where she would not be where she's at right now with her number or her percent to goal because she would have never grown by 15 orders in one month. She would be a part of the 3% standard. Okay? You are not looking for consistent five orders a month. You are looking to blow it out of the water which requires you thinking differently and evaluating what you're doing because what you're currently doing is equaling the current order number you are receiving. So that means when you know what you're doing and you're paying attention to it and you know that if you keep doing the same actions every month, it'll keep getting you those same results. However, if you think about what what isn't working and what you can do differently, it allows you to increase the odds of creating additional value in your territory, which will create more orders. So whenever November is up or December and you hear yourself saying, oh, it was just a good month or, oh, it's a slow month this month, it's always this way or no one wants to see me right now, I want you to ask yourself first, is that thought serving me? I'm going to tell you, no, it's not. So I just did the homework for you. That thought's not serving you, <laughs> okay? And then here's what I want you to do. I want you to evaluate what you did this month and write out what worked and make sure you start with what worked, what didn't work, and what you wanna do differently, okay? It really is that simple, you guys, seriously. You have to take, you have to take ownership of those good months in your territory. 
I have heard people say, well, it wasn't actually me that created that result because my cam won the business and so I'm just in servicing and blah, blah, blah. But here's the thing. You could have met someone at an account who had an impact on or who mentioned the product to corporate and the cam could have been talking to that corporate office and that could have solidified the need for this to be added to the formulary and bam, result created. But you didn't see any of that happen, okay? You've got to look for the ownership of your results in your territory. You have to take ownership. I have heard people say the Advantage Center is awful. They never release orders. I have to babysit them, et cetera, et cetera. And here's the thing. When you bring in 20 plus additional orders, I'm telling you, you will not be focusing on the onesie twosies that don't go through. You will have such strong belief in your ability to create massive results that you will be able to, number one, find a solution to that problem in a clear headspace without graspiness or anger, because remember, your self-worth is not tied to the number, and you have so many orders come in that you don't feel tied to that order, so you show up with a different mindset. And number two, you'll be able to see clear next steps that prevent the problem from happening again. You will be in total control of the outcome, which feels so good. Okay, part of the beauty of coaching with anyone, me, or if you find a business coach, anybody is actually having a dedicated one hour of week of time to evaluate your growth. It gives you consistent time to clean and clear your mind up. So you enter the week completely calm and confident. So if you don't have a coach and I'm not talking about just, I'm not talking about for me, I'm talking about like, just go out and find a business coach for yourself or just find a coach, a life coach, anybody. Okay. So here are the takeaways from today. Number one is practice self-value by being aware of your actions or reactions when someone disagrees with you or you do something wrong. And two, practice writing down all the ways you are valuable to this company if you didn't have a number, sales rank, or a quota. I always say 25 ways. Listen to my podcast on resourcefulness resourcefulness if you want to understand why the number 25 is so important. Okay. And number two, practice business values by evaluating your month or week. Write down how many orders you got, write down what created that number, and then really go through what worked, what didn't work, and what you will do differently. Managers, this is for you. Practice with your one-on-ones, with your reps, on picking out a month from 2022 that was their largest growth month and going back to that month to evaluate what they did. This will allow both you, this will allow you both to get clear on that number, how it was created, so that they can put those thoughts and those actions into practice again. Okay, so those are the takeaways. I really hope this was helpful. And as I've said before, and I'll say again, I'm here for you guys if you need anything. If you want to work with me, if you want to just talk to someone, I am here and I'm happy to help you with any problem you have. I'll talk to you soon.